Hey fam, it's your host, Kate Warman here, and I wanna welcome you to week four of our mini series, which is all about navigating the beginning stages of dating. I'm sad to share with you guys that this is gonna be our last episode in this specific mini series, but if you did like this mini series, will you do us a favor and reshare about it on Instagram and tag us at at Kateness and at Heart of Dating? Also, if you could write us a review and share with us how you're loving these mini series, that would also really help us as well. To recap all that's been covered in this awesome series on navigating the beginning stages of dating, let me just walk you through each week. The first week, we talked about a guideline for stage one dating. Then the second week, we talked about the art of intentionality and how you can be intentional in four main areas at the beginning of dating. The third week, we discussed how to not be awkward in stage one dating because let's face it, so many of us have found ourselves in very awkward situations. Am I right? (laughs) I know I have. Now, today we're talking about how to turn someone down and deal with ghosting. Gosh, this is a really good conversation. I am so excited to have it. But before we do, I want to tell you about our incredible sponsor for this mini series, which is why we can actually do these short episodes. So I want to share with you guys about the incredible Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a faith-based online therapy network that's a part of BetterHelp. I'm a huge fan of therapy, you guys, but I especially love therapy that also incorporates Christian principles. You can get connected with an affordable Christian therapist through Faithful Counseling so, so, so easily. All you have to do is fill out a form about yourself and your needs, and then Faithful Counseling will connect you with a fellow believer online through their giant network of licensed professional counselors. Once you're connected to therapists, you can start communicating with them in less than 24 hours. You can also log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor and get timely and very thoughtful responses back. My therapist is so thoughtful in all of her responses. You can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions, and you can do it all from the comfort of your home, in your pajamas, in your athleisure, whatever you care to wear. You can do it all from your home. I've been doing virtual therapy for over a year now, and I've been loving every second of it because then I can cry and do whatever I want with all my tissues, and then I don't have to worry about going in public afterwards. Now, another huge perk about using Faithful Counseling is that there are such a broad range of expertises in the Faithful Counselor Network, and this may not be always locally available wherever you live. So that's something really special about Faithful Counseling. The last final thing that's really incredible is that a lot of people actually don't do therapy because of the cost, but Faithful Counseling is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and there's financial aid available. So if you guys have been looking to try out therapy, I want to recommend that you try out Faithful Counseling. And get this, for Heart of Dating listeners, you can get 10% off your very first month by going to getfaithful.com forward slash heart of dating. All right, you guys, how do you turn someone down and how do you handle ghosting? Let's talk about it all. Let's first start with how do you turn someone down? Here's the thing about this, and I've talked about it before. One, you do not need to know that that person is your spouse, okay? So don't put so much pressure on it. And then secondly, you don't have to be crazy attracted to them to be able to say yes to a date. Now hear me out on both of these things. First of all, we already talked about it in the first episode of this mini series about how you can and should take off all the pressure in dating. And I really, really mean it, you guys. You do not need to know or get a word from God or a sign that this is your husband or wife before you go on a first date. You also don't have to ask every single person in your community before you say yes to just one date. 
This is rather an opportunity to learn about yourself, to grow in perspective, and to figure out what you're actually looking for, which many times we think we know, but when it comes to actually being in a relationship, sometimes it's very different. Sometimes we say, yes, I want a person who is kind, who loves God, who is very thoughtful. But then when we actually get into dating, we figure out why those things are important to us, or maybe we reprioritize other things based on what we experience in those dating situations. Now, another thing, I want to take this a step further, okay? The point that I said about you don't have to be crazy attracted to them, this is true. You do not have to want to make out with them in order to go on a date with them. (laughs) This is so true, okay? Attraction is multifaceted. And too often, we base our desire to go on a date with someone just based on physical attraction, just based at a first glance. But the true levels of attraction are so much more than just physical attraction. It also includes attraction to their personality, attraction to them mentally and emotionally, and even attraction to them spiritually, which all of these things can be figured out and even developed when you spend time with the person, aka when you go on dates with the person. So here's a dealio with that. I say if you think that they seem to have just a level of good character in some capacity, and if you can find them objectively attractive in some way, then say yes to the date. It's not going to hurt you. In fact, everyone right now, I want to empower you, especially the ladies listening, say yes more. That's my challenge for you. Say yes more. And for many of you who say, well, I never go on dates. Okay, say yes more. Be more open. Keep your mind open. Don't just eliminate somebody because you don't think they're the hottest person you've ever seen. You guys, we have to be more open. I'm not saying attraction and physical attraction is not important. Again, it is important. It's just not the only level of attraction that matters. And then maybe some of you are thinking, well, Kate, I'm busy or Kate, I don't have the time to date that much or Kate, dating that much is a waste of time. Remember what I said. Keep it to about 90 minutes. Keep your dates to a short amount of time. Don't commit to an entire four-hour long dating extravaganza. No, you guys, keep it short and continue to have the mindset that dating is an amazing experience to keep growing, gaining perspective, and to also have fun. And guess what? This isn't just for my listeners in their 20s. This is also for my listeners in their 30s and listeners even older than that. You guys, this is for all of us. Now, another thing I want to encourage you about in the process of figuring out if you want to continue forward dating with someone or not, if you go on one date, I want to encourage you to try to at least give it three dates. Yep, that's what I said. Typically, I try to operate on this whole three-day rule thing as much as I possibly can before I decide if it's a yes for me or if it's a no for me. I really try to do the three-date rule. Now, of course, there are some exceptions to that, being that if on the first date I find out they're just not a Christian at all, and I didn't know that before, then yeah, maybe I will just tell them after that date, hey, I think we should just be friends. This was a lovely time. But for the most part, I try to give it more than one date. The reason being for that is because everyone is so different, and maybe the person on the first date was just really, really nervous, or maybe they actually had a really bad day, so they weren't showing up as their best selves. You just never know. The first date is kind of a wash, in my opinion. You don't really learn all that much. I mean, you learn some things, but you're just 
things happen. You're nervous. You're maybe a little awkward. We talked about it last time, but I at least give it to the second date and I try to at least give it to three dates. You know, and maybe something was just off the first time. You never know. There's a variety of things that can happen, but try to not eliminate somebody just because of one not so amazing date. Also, some people's personalities take some time to warm up and really come through. So that's why I also like to give it more than one date to really figure out, do I connect with this person on multiple levels? All right, now let's say you do all of the above and then you decide after all of this that, you know what, I'm just really not interested in this person. Or maybe this friend that is asking you out, you've known for a while and you're just no romantic interest in them at all, then okay, let's talk about how do you actually turn them down. My main thing here is you need to be clear, honest, and intentional with your words and the way you do this. And I would also recommend that while you are in the beginning stages of dating, please try to do this in person if you can. So at the end of a date, if you're just like, I'm just really not feeling going on another date with this person, then I would really share that with them in real time. I know a lot of people cringe at that and it's difficult. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. But again, this is a growing process and people appreciate transparency. They honestly do. And they appreciate it when you're kind about the transparency as well. Now, if it's after the date that you've processed it a little more, you've had time to think, and you're like, you know what, I just really don't think this is for me, sometimes I do take this method because sometimes I'm not really sure in the moment and I need to kind of think about it a little more before I share where I really stand, then I recommend at least doing it over the phone if you can. A lot of people will resort to texting, and I want to say try to not text. The reason being is that so much can be missed in terms of intonation and your expression. Things get lost in translation. It's just so much better to at least first do it in person if you can. Next, do it over the phone. And very last resort, do it over a voice memo so at least the person can hear your voice. But do not, I recommend, do not do it over text. So how do you kindly tell that person you're not interested in them? This is kind of my process of what I would say. I would say, hey, X, whatever their name is, I just want to let you know I have had a really great time getting to know you. And I just want to thank you so much for taking me on some really incredible dates and asking me some amazing questions. I've had such a great time. And for me, I am all about clarity. And so because of that, I just want to share with you, I don't want to pursue anything romantic going forward. But if you're open to it, I'd really love to be friends because as I said, I really enjoyed you as a person and I'd love to still be your friend. Clear honest, intentional. That is what I try to do. And most of the time, I genuinely do enjoy hanging out with the people that I'm going on dates with. So that's why I'm so affirming. Also, words of affirmation is my favorite love language. and It's also my gift. So I'm usually pretty affirming in my letting down of somebody. You can be more straightforward, whatever works for you. But I'm usually clear, I do not want to pursue anything romantically going forward. But I'd love to be friends. So The thing about this is if you are being clear, honest, and intentional, you can't control how they receive that. And of course, they might be bummed in the moment, and that's okay. But there's also a chance they might be feeling the exact same way. And then after you do all of this, here's the deal. It does not have to be weird. 
It doesn't. And it also does not mean you cannot be friends with them or that you have to avoid them now, especially at your church community. If it's getting awkward the next time you see them, it might be because you're the one that's making it awkward, okay? If you have only been on a few dates with that person, there is no reason why you can't still see them at church, interact with them, or even still be friends with them. Now, I understand if it's a serious relationship, that would be more tender and it would be handled differently, but we are talking about the beginning stage of dating here. Just going on a few dates with someone. You can be friends with that person, especially you guys, if you didn't kiss or do anything physical in that nature, there is no reason why you can't be friends with that person. Another thing I want to encourage you when you are turning someone down or ending it with them, if you genuinely thought they're a really good person, I want to empower you to pay it forward with your recommendations. Yep. This is something I've actually done quite a few times. So if you went out with them and if you feel like they're a really good person, but not a fit for you, then connect them with someone you know, if they're okay with it, obviously. When I've asked guys in the past that I've been on dates with and I've said, you know, you're really incredible. I am not feeling anything romantically moving forward, but I'd love to be your friend. And if you're open to it, you know, I actually have a really awesome friend that I think you might like. I'd love to set you up with her if you'd be open to that. Again, you do it in the moment or maybe you think about it and you do it later on, but I love paying it forward with recommendations because, hey, if this is not my husband, it's someone else's husband and we're all in the business of trying to get married over here, so why don't we pay it forward? All right, lastly, I wanna handle the topic quickly that is truly the bane of my existence when it comes to dating, and I'm sure it's a bane of many of your existences as well. That topic is dun-dun-dun ghosting. (laughs) Friends, please, please, please just do me a favor and never ghost someone. Will you just never ghost someone? I really love the definition of ghosting from Urban Dictionary. It says, ghosting is the act of suddenly ceasing all communication with someone the subject is dating but no longer wishes to date. This is done in the hopes that the ghostie will just get the hint and leave the subject alone as opposed to the subject simply telling them that he or she is no longer interested. Ghosting is not specific to a certain gender and is closely related to the subject's maturity and communication skills. Many attempt to justify ghosting as a way to cease dating the ghostie without hurting their feelings, but it in fact proves the subject is thinking more of themselves as ghosting often creates more confusion for the ghostie than if the subject kindly stated how they felt. You guys, please note a few things from the above. Ghosting is closely tied to the subject's maturity level. Yep. And also, ghosting is more about the ghoster actually being protected and being selfishly not wanting to have that conversation. We try to justify it by saying, oh, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. You guys, that's a codependent statement right there. Um, if, If you are being kind, clear, and intentional with the way you're voicing things, then you can't control if that person is upset. You did nothing wrong. And so don't tell me that it's because you are afraid of it being awkward. You're afraid of hurting their feelings. That's just selfishness cloaked with a very false sense of I'm trying to protect someone else. You do not need to protect someone else from the way they might feel about you sharing that you're not interested in them. So please do me a favor. Don't ghost. Don't be a part of the generation that we just take the easy way out because we're so digital and we don't have to face people anymore. You guys don't ghost. We need to get away from the culture of ghosting. And friends, if you know somebody who is ghosting someone, then you need to call them out. I just want to have accountability across the board. I had a guy friend tell me once and I was like, well, how did you end that situation with that girl that you were no longer interested in? He was like, uh, 
I didn't say anything. And I was like, so you ghosted her? He was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 this is not going to happen. You need to message her, even if it's been a while, and apologize for that because that simply is not okay. You need to do things differently. I've had coaching clients of mine that I've had to encourage to do the same thing. You guys, we just need to be a better culture that has respect and honor for one another. And ghosting is not respectful. It's not honoring to the other person. And I think something really big that we need to try to do in our dating realm and our dating culture is really seek to leave a person better than we found them. And by ghosting, we are absolutely not doing that. So please do not ghost. And if someone is ghosting you or if you know someone that's ghosting, please call them out. That's just really, we need to be a culture of accountability. Okay. That is the ghosting thing. I better not find out that people in our community are ghosting. Y'all need to not be ghosting. Okay, thank you very much. Off the pedestal of ghosting. So that is it, you guys. That is how to turn someone down lovingly and also how to handle ghosting. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation and this mini series. All right, friends, that is it for this mini series on navigating the beginning stages of dating. If you liked it, please let us know. We will be doing more mini series very soon. We can't wait to bring you even more content. And then lastly, if you are interested in trying out counseling for the first time, please go to getfaithful.com forward slash heart of dating. You can get 10% off your first month of therapy. I highly recommend it. Love y'all and see you soon. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.